Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Amen, saints of God. As we prepare our hearts for the Word of God, I'd like to draw your attention to the Gospel according to John, chapter 3. The Gospel according to John, chapter 3. In the Gospel according to John, chapter 3, starting at verse 19, you will find these words. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Saints, I just want to talk to you for a few moments from the thought, lurking in the dark. Lurking in the dark. Uh, the gospel according to John. The gospel according to John was written to portray Jesus as God. It is in the gospel according to John that we find Jesus, amen, and we find attributes of Jesus and words of Jesus that pronounce that he is God. When we look at our text, amen, it is wrapped around the context of a conversation, amen, with a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And it is interesting that this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi. It was by night that Nicodemus, he did not want to be seen with Jesus during the day. He wanted to be seen with Jesus not during the day, but he wanted to be hidden and in seclusion with Jesus by night because he had 
a reputation that he wanted to uphold. He wanted to be on team Pharisee, amen. But in his heart of hearts, he knew that where and who he was aligned with was wrong. And he wanted to go to Jesus to see if by some kind of way he could be justified in his wrongdoings. Oh, he tried to flip the script. He tried to change the narrative. Amen. He gets into the text and he talks like he really likes Jesus, but we know he really doesn't. Because the Pharisees wanted to do nothing more than kill him. So he comes by night and says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with you. And Jesus just hits him right square in the eyes, amen, and says, you need to be born again. Uh, if you're not born again, you will not see the kingdom of God. So Nicodemus tries to be funny and talks about, well, how can a man be born again when he's old, amen? Can he go back into the womb a second time? Oh, he was all so smart. But Jesus answered and said, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. See, God, God was dealing with Nicodemus right where he was. Nicodemus was trying to change the narrative and trying to, to get up close on Jesus and try to get some answers and to try to soothe his evil spirit. Amen. But Jesus would not give him a pass. Amen. And, and I want you to know that Jesus is not giving anybody a pass today either. Amen. Amen. We look at our text, amen, and in this context of conversation, amen, we go down further and we find out that the Lord says to him, he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that the whosoever would believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. He said, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So Jesus is saying, look, I am your answer right here. He said, the answer that you really need, amen, if you will receive it. Because the love of God has been made manifest in me. Jesus was letting them know that here is his answer, but Nicodemus was really looking for something else. But Jesus did not stop there because our text of emphasis allows us to see that your sin will find you out. And you cannot get away with it. The text says in verse 19, and this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. We live in a world of fallen individuals. We live in a world of folk who try to pick themselves up by their own bootstraps while stepping on the heads of somebody else. We live in a world of white supremacy and white extremists. We got bombers and gunmen and serial killers. We got all kind of evil. We got 
folk at the top of corporations siphoning all the money off for themselves and making themselves rich, but yet not giving to the workers, and they are becoming poorer and poorer. We look at salaries today in our jobs and that these paltry raises we get do not even keep up with the cost of living. But we see millions and millions of dollar bonuses going to the top of the food chain. Because men love darkness more than the light. Uh, What we see in this world is for this very reason. The light of the world has come, the text says. We know he has been here and he's shown himself and what is the way. But men have decided, you know, I see that, but I want to do it my way. Remember, remember the words of Frank Sinatra when he said, and I did it my way. There's a lot of folk doing it their way today. And there's a lot of folk who are deceived in their hearts into believing that they're going to get away with it. They're going to get away with setting up traps for different folk. They're going to get away with white supremacy. They're going to get away with white extremism. They're trying to get away with all kind of evil. And even within even our communities, amen, we got backstabbers and we got those who will uh, set you up to fail. And somehow, some way, they think they have a past, but this text says you're not going to get away with it. Amen. And so when we look at our world and we see how folks do and what they do, it should be expected. Matter of fact, we should know that we live in that fallen world. That's the reason why Jesus said that the way to destruction is broad. Because there is a large contingent of those who love darkness more than they love the light. Amen. In the last few weeks, amen, I have experienced some interesting things even in my own life, amen. I've experienced uh, folks dealing from a selfish perspective, amen, that just boggles the mind. I I have seen unfamiliar spirits uh, in in the room and and acting up. I've seen folk in here trying to, seem to be trying to throw a monkey wrench into the new Zion Cogs, amen. And I look at that and I, you know, the first question comes, why would you do that here at New Zion? Well, the answer is really clear, because men love darkness more than they love the light. So when you're on your jobs and, and you are passed up for promotion and you know that it should have been yours and that you, you are mistreated and thrown under the bus, amen, and run over by the train, just realize that they're acting just the way that they should because men love darkness more than they love the light. And that love for the darkness over the light is manifest in this. Look in the tape. Because their deeds were evil. See, you really don't know whether the folks uh, uh, love the light more than the darkness till you see their actions, right? Because actions always speak louder than words. 
Uh, we, we live in a world, amen, that a lot of actions are being made all over the globe, amen, that shows that they love darkness more than the light. Folks being killed in gas chambers, folks being destroyed because they just don't do things the way other folks think they ought to do it. Even in our own communities, in the African-American community, there are those who will sell their brother down the river for a few dollars and a few years off of their prison time. They are called snitches. Amen. And unfortunately in my life, I know some of them. Amen. And have caused major havoc in other folks' lives. There are some who have sold their own brothers down this river and caused them to be killed just so they could get themselves out of a little trouble. That's because men love darkness more than they love the light. You look at the text and Jesus says, for everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. Hmm, that's interesting what Jesus says right here. Everyone practicing evil hates the light. Jesus keeps putting an emphasis on their actions. See, that's how we know that uh, if folks say one thing, that you don't go off of what folks say, you go off of what they do. Uh, that works on the good side as well. If they say they love you, uh, but they stab you in your back and talk about you when you're not around, then you realize that the, what they said is not the truth. What they did is what's real. Amen? So you look at the text. Jesus says, I'm watching your actions. See, Jesus said, I'm not worried about you talking about rabbi and good teacher and all of that. He said, I'm not listening to all that mess. He said, I'm watching what you do, Nicodemus. And by, by uh, extension, he's watching what everybody's doing. Amen. He said, you say you love me, but love, but what are your actions saying? Amen. Because God is a fruit inspector. The text lets us see that those who practice the evil, who hates the light, they don't come into the light. See, that's why uh, those who would oppress others always like to change the narrative. They always like to change the story why somebody's being oppressed. You know, I, I, I'm just in this zone because of the times at which we're living. I don't talk about this very much, but it's just too much sometimes not to just come out and say, hey, we're living in a world full of white supremacists and white extremists who change the narrative and say the reason why black folks are oppressed and down and poor is because of each other. That's the narrative that we given all the time that it's our fault. You black people. But that's because they love darkness more than the light. So they don't want to come out in the light and say, you know what? The reason why y'all are down is because of us. Right? The reason why you can't get ahead and you can't do, because we done set you up. 
Amen. Because they love the darkness more than they love the light, they're not going to come into the light and show themselves. They're going to change the narrative so they put something else in the light for us to look at while they do their evil deeds in the dark. And it's just not them. It's also those who would be like a Judas. See, there's some Judases in the crowds too. See, we, we, we got those who, they look like us, or they, they look like us as church people, they look at like us as black folk, but they're really working for the enemy. Socially, they're working for the white supremacists. Spiritually, they're working for the devil. Now, you know, we, we got to be real with this thing because a lot's been going on over the last few years, and the church really has to be careful because the, the devil wants to snuff out everybody. He really don't care about the white or the black, the Asian or the Eurasian. He don't care about any of them, amen. So anytime he can do damage, he will. But he loves to eat at the folk in the church because he is a ravenous wolf, huh? Wearing sheep's clothing. So you gotta, Keep your eyes open and be conscious of who's around you and how they're acting. And don't just keep your heads in the clouds because evil folk walk up in the church all the time. Amen. And before you know it, things happen so fast that before you can actually grapple with what is just happening, the devil doesn't come in and cause a big issue in the church then destroyed somebody, then hurt somebody, then dumped, because that's how he works. And then he slithers right back into the darkness. Amen. Because men love darkness rather than the light. But those of us who are of the light, listen, listen, look at the text. It says, but he who does the truth comes to the light and that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. When you are walking with the Lord and you know that you know that you are in the will of God, amen, you don't mind coming out to the light. You, you don't mind coming out, amen, with what you're doing. As a matter of fact, when you're walking in the light, you don't mind coming out and saying, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Lord, I didn't do right about such and such. Lord, you forgive me and I'm going to go and ask forgiveness from my brother or sister. Amen. Because that's light walking right there. But see, darkness walking will blame you for what they did against you. Amen. Because they're always changing the narrative. So church, I'm just saying to you today, we are living in an evil world. Times have been evil a long time and they're still evil today. We got everything going on. There's all kinds of things that are going on to trip up and to trap folks. And there are folk, amen, who slide in here in our church and slide out, and they have all of these agendas. Always, amen. And I, I've looked at some paperwork where folk have said that they are members of New Zion, and they ain't never joined this church. We barely know what their name is. And I said, look at that. Because men love darkness more than they love the light. Folk have all these alternate agendas to use you and abuse you for their own benefits. Amen. So we got to be careful to stay awake. We, we got to be careful to be, as the Bible says, watch and pray. Amen. Be praying, but be watchful of who's 
around our surroundings. I mean, think about it for a minute. Just not that long ago, that, that, that young white man walks into the church and shoots up everybody. Amen. Devil don't care nothing about a church building. He don't care nothing about church folks either. We can just look outside on a much smaller scale. Look at all that trash they put out there. They don't care at all about church, God, God's house, or nothing else. So we live in a time we got to be watchful. Amen. We got to keep our eyes open and be diligent. Amen. Because we're living in evil times. That's why men ought to always pray and always be watchful. Because men love darkness more than the light. But how will you know when you're living with folk? How will you know when you're associating with folk who are of the light? Well, the text says it very clear that they will come out into the light. They won't be twisting and changing the narrative. They won't try to put themselves up to be better than somebody else. They will be humble and that they will submit themselves under the mighty hand of God. They will be those who are willing to forgive and will be asking for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Now you know. Amen. And they won't be looking to try to, to, to move in and, and to make some quick move and to distort a few things so that they look good and try to convince you that they're on your team and they're not on your team at all. You will see it because of their sacrifice. Because their love will show in the sacrifices they make to be with you. When there is no reason for any fanfare and any reason to get any promotion or any benefit, amen, they will still be willing to sacrifice you for you. Now you know you got somebody in the light. Amen. So I just wanted to talk to you a few minutes about that, amen, because of the world we're living in today. I'm seeing so many things, even in our own context of New Zion. That makes me say, bring your antennas up, open your ears and your eyes, and watch very carefully what's going around and going around in our own church, more or less the world as large. Amen. So, saints of God, you'll be able to read them if you let the Spirit lead you. Amen. Amen. Stay strong and courageous in the Lord. Be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in love. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we thank you, Master, for your word once again, O God. Lord, help us to be soldiers for you, O God. Help us to stand watching, to be careful in these evil days. Lord, help us to be able to tell the difference between light and dark. Help us to walk right before you, O God. Lord, give us spirits of discernment, Master, so that we can see the seasons that we're in, like the sons of Issachar. Lord, thank you for every saint under the sound of my voice, O God. And Lord, I'm asking that you keep us, Master. Lord, I, I believe in my heart, Master, that you have a vision for this church, O God. You have a way and you have a place for us to go. And Lord, it's just a signal for all of the evil things that seem to come up on a weekly basis. But Master, I know in the name of Jesus that you will see us through. So Master, thank you, Master, for encouraging us today. And Lord, we know and we acknowledge that we need you every second, every minute, every hour of the day. And Lord, keep us in your care, now, henceforth, and forevermore. Amen. 
the doors of the church are open. wisdom from the Word of God listening family. I want to once again thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you would be so kind, on whatever platform you listen to wisdom from the Word of God, I ask that you give it a review. And when you give it a review, also give some specifics as it relates to why you enjoy this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, whether it's Stitcher Radio or iHeartRadio, whether it's Spotify or Anchor FM, whether it's Player FM, whether it's Castbox or Breaker, or any of the many platforms where you can hear this podcast. It would help us so much so that more can discover this podcast through seeing your comments and reviews and ratings and hopefully this will give us more visibility and more distribution to reach more with the message of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am so thankful that you have taken out the time to listen to this podcast and for your continued support, I will be forever grateful. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.